Today is the 5th of July 2019. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. And if you're joining us for the first time, let me say that each, each episode follows a really simple pattern of prayer, scripture, and music. So having explained how it all works, let's start today's leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's pray, shall we? A God who is greater than the most powerful forces in the world, enable us to be still and know that you are God. O Lord, who answers out of the whirlwind of everyday life, breathe in us your Holy Spirit to strengthen, comfort, and guide us in the midst of the storm. O still small voice, speak to us this hour, that we may become makers of your peace in our homes, in our communities, in our world. We pray all this in the name of the one who calmed the raging sea. Amen. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's reading, David becomes king. And Paul writes about the qualifications of bishops and deacons. But we'll see you on the other side. Let's ask God to speak to us this morning through the Scriptures. Loving Father, as we open up your word, speak to us today. Remind us of your grace and your love. In Jesus' name, Amen. For the final time this week, our Bible readings are taken from the New Revised Standard Version. And we're beginning with Samuel 1 and 2. 
After the death of Saul, when David had returned from defeating the Amalekites, David remained two days in Ziklag. On the third day a man came from Saul's camp with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he came to David he fell to the ground and did obeisance. David said to him, Where have you come from? He said to me, I have escaped from the camp of Israel. David said to him, How did things go? Tell me. He answered, The army fled from the battle, but also many of the army fell and died, and Saul and his son Jonathan also died. Then David asked a young man who was reporting to him, How do you know that Saul and his son Jonathan died? The young man reporting to him said, I happened to be on Mount Gilboa, and there was Saul leaning on a spear while the chariots and the horsemen drew close to him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered him, Here, sir. And he said to me, Who are you? I answered him, I am an Amalekite. He said to me, Come, stand over me and kill me, for convulsions have seized me and yet my life still lingers. So I stood over him and killed him, for I knew that he could not live after he had fallen. I took the crown that was on his head and the armlet that was on his arm, and I have brought them here to my Lord. Then David took hold of his clothes and tore them, and all the young men who were with him did the same. They mourned and wept and fasted until evening for Saul and for his son Jonathan, and for the army of the Lord and for the house of Israel, because they had fallen by the sword. David said to the young man who had reported to him, Where do you come from? He answered, I am the son of a resident alien, a Malachite. David said to him, Were you not afraid to lift your hand to destroy the Lord's anointed? Then David called one of the young men and said, Come here and strike him down. So he struck him down and he died. David said to him, Your blood be on your head, for your own mouth has testified against you, saying, I have killed the Lord's anointed. David intoned this lamentation over Saul and his son Jonathan. He ordered that the song of the bow be taught to the people of Judah. It is written in the book of Jashar. He said, Your glory, O Israel, lies slain upon your high places, how the mighty have fallen. Tell it not in Gath. Proclaim it not in the streets of Ashkelon, or the daughters of the Philistines will rejoice, the daughters of the uncircumcised will exult. You mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew or rain upon you, nor bounteous fields. For there the shield of the mighty was defiled, the shield of Saul anointed with oil no more. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan did not turn back, nor the sword of Saul return empty. Saul and Jonathan, beloved and lovely, in life and in death they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles, they were stronger than lions. O daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you with crimson in luxury, who put ornaments of gold on your apparel. How the mighty have fallen in the midst of battle. Jonathan lies slain upon your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. Greatly beloved were you to me. Your love to me was wonderful, passing the love of woman. How the mighty have fallen, and the weapons of war perished. After this David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? The Lord said to him, Go up. David said, To which shall I go up? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there, along with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David brought up the men who were with him, 
every one with his household, and they settled in the towns of Hebron. Then the people of Judah came, and they anointed David king over the house of Judah. When they told David it was the people of Jabesh-Gilead who buried Saul, David sent messengers to the people of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed by the Lord, because you showed this loyalty to Saul your Lord and buried him. Now may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you, and I too will reward you because you have done this thing. Therefore let your hands be strong and be valiant, for Saul your Lord is dead, and the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. But Abner, son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, had taken Ishbal, son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. He made him king over Gilead, the Asherites, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, and over all Israel. Eshbal, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned for two years. But the house of Judah followed David. The time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Abner, son of Ner, and the servants of Eshbal, son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibeon. Joab, son of Zeruiah, and the servants of David went out and met them at the pool of Gibeon. One group sat on one side of the pool, while the other sat on the other side of the pool. Abner said to Joab, Let the young man come forward and have a contest before us. Joab said, Let them come forward. So they came forward and were counted as they passed by, twelve for Benjamin and Ishbal, son of Saul, and twelve of the servants of David. Each grasped his opponent by the head and thrust his sword into his opponent's side so they fell down together. Therefore that place was called Halkath Hazarim, which is at Gibeon. The battle was very fierce that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were beaten by the servants of David. Three sons of Zariah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Asahel. Now Asahel was as swift of foot as a wild gazelle. Asahel pursued Abner, turning neither to the right nor to the left as he followed them. Then Abner looked back and said, Is it you, Asahel? He answered, Yes, it is. Abner said to him, Turn to your right or to your left, and seize one of the young men and take his spoil. But Asahel would not turn away from following him. Abner again said to Asahel, Turn away from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I show my face to your brother Joab? But he refused to turn away, so Abner stuck him in the stomach with the butt of his spear, so that the spear came out of his back. He fell there and died where he lay. All those who came to the place where Asahel had fallen and died stood still. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner. As the sun was going down, they came to the hill of Ammah, which lies between Gaia on the way to the wilderness of Gibeon. The Benjaminites rallied around Abner and formed a single band. They took their stand on the top of a hill. Then Abner called to Job, Is the sword to keep devouring forever? Do you not know that the end will be bitter? How long will it be before you order to your people to turn away from the pursuit of their kinsmen? Joab said, As God lives, if you had not spoken, the people would have continued to pursue their kinsmen, not stopping until morning. Joab sounded the trumpets, and all the people stopped. They no longer pursued Israel or engaged in battle any further. Abner and his men traveled all night through the Arabah. They crossed the Jordan, and marching the whole forenoon, they came to Mahanaim. Job returned from the pursuit of Abner, and when he gathered all of the people together, there were missing of David's servants nineteen men besides Asahel. 
but the servants of David had killed Benjamin's 360 of Abner's men. They took up Asahel and buried him in the tomb of his father, which was at Bethlehem. Joab and his men marched all night, and the day broke upon them at Hebron. 1 Chronicles 11 Then all Israel gathered together to David at Hebron and said, See, we are your bone and flesh. For some time now, even while Saul was king, it was you who commanded the army of Israel. The Lord your God said to you, It is you who shall be shepherd of my people Israel, you who shall be ruler of my people Israel. So all the elders of Israel came to the king of Hebron, and David made a covenant with them at Hebron before the Lord. And they anointed David king over Israel according to the word of the Lord by Samuel. David and all Israel marched to Jerusalem, that is Jebus, where the Jebusites were, the inhabitants of the land. The inhabitants of Jebus said to David, You will not come in here. Nevertheless, David took the stronghold of Zion, now the city of David. David had said, Whoever attacks the Jebusites first shall be chief and commander. And Job, son of Zariah, went up first, so he became chief. David resided in the stronghold. Therefore it is called the city of David. He built the city all around, from the Milo in a complete circuit, and Job repaired the rest of the city. David became greater and greater, for the Lord of hosts was with him. Now these were the chiefs of David's warriors, who gave him strong support in his kingdom, together with all Israel, to make him a king, according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. This is an account of David's mighty warriors. Jeshobim, son of Hakmanai, was chief of the three. He wielded his spear against three hundred whom he killed at one time. Next to him among the three warriors was Eleazar, son of Dodah, the Ahohite. He was with David at Pastamin when the Philistines were gathered there for battle. There was a plot of ground full of barley. Now the people had fled from the Philistines, but he and David took their stand in the middle of the plot, defended it, and killed the Philistines. And the Lord saved them by a great victory. Three of the thirty chiefs went down to the rock to David at the cave of Abdullam while the army of the Philistines was encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the stronghold, and the garrison of the Philistines was then at Bethlehem. David said longingly, Oh, that someone would give me water to drink from the well of Bethlehem that is by the gate. Then the three broke through the camp of the Philistines and drew water from the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate, and they brought it to David. But David would not drink it. He poured it out to the Lord and said, My God forbid that I should do this. Can I drink the blood of these men? For at the risk of their lives they bought it, therefore he would not drink it. The three warriors did these things. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, was chief of the thirty. With his spear he fought against three hundred and killed them, and won a name beside the three. He was the most renowned of the thirty, and became their commander, but he did not attain to the three. Benaiah, son of Jehoiada, was a valiant man of Kabzeel, a doer of great deeds. He struck down two sons of Ariel of Moab. He also went down and killed a lion in pits on a day when the snow had fallen. And he killed an Egyptian, a man of great stature, five cubits tall. The Egyptian had in his hand a spear like a weaver's beam. But Benaiah went against him with a staff, snatched the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and killed him with his own spear. Such were the things Benaiah son of Jehoiada did. And he won a name beside the three warriors. He was renowned among the thirty, but he did not attain to the three. And David put him in charge of his bodyguard. 
the warriors of the army were Asahel son of Joab, Elhanan son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shemoth of Harod, Helez the Palanite, Ira son of Ikesh of Tekoa, Abiezer of Anathoth, Sibika the Hashathite, Eli the Aoite, Maharai of Nephtapha, Heled son of Benar of Nephtapha, Ithai son of Ribel of Gibeah of the Benjaminites, Beniah of Pirathon, Hurai of the Wadis of Gaash, Abiel the Arbathite, Asmavath of Baharim, Eliaba of Shaalban, Hashem the Gizanite, Jonathan son of Shagi the Hararite, Ahiam son of Sakar the Hararite, Eliphal son of Ur, Hepher the Machirathite, Ahijah the Pelonite, Hezra of Carmel, Narai son of Ezbi, Joel the brother of Nathan, Mibah son of Hagri, Zelak the Ammonite, Nahariah Beeroth, the armor-bearer of Job son of Zariah, Eri the Ithrite, Jarab the Ithrite, Uriah the Hittite, Zabad son of Ali, Adina son of Sheza the Reubenite, a leader of the Reubenites and thirty with them, Hanan son of Ma'akah, and Joshaphat the Mithnite, Uzziah the Ashtarathite, Shammah and Jil sons of Hotham the Oriathite, Jadiel son of Shimri, and his brother Johai the Tizite, Elil the Mahavite, and Jerobel and Joshaviah sons of Elanam, and Ithmah the Moabite, Eliel and Obad, and Jasiel the Mezeboite. 1 Timothy 3 This saying is sure. Whoever aspires to the offer of bishop desires a noble task. Now a bishop must be above reproach, married only once, temperate, sensible, respectable, hospitable, an apt teacher, not a drunkard, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome and not a lover of money. He must manage his own household well, keeping his children submissive and respectable in every way. For if someone does not know how to manage his own household, how can he take care of God's church? He must not be a recent convert, or he may be puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must be well thought of by outsiders, so that he may not fall into disgrace and the snare of the devil. Deacons, likewise, must be serious, not be double-tongued, nor indulging in much wine, nor greedy in for money. They must hold fast to the mystery of the faith with a clear conscience, and let them first be tested. Then if they prove themselves blameless, let them serve as deacons. Women, likewise, must be serious, not slanderers, but temperate, faithful in all things. Let deacons be married only once, and let them manage their children and their households well. For those who serve well as deacons gain a good standing for themselves, and a great boldness in the faith that is in Christ Jesus. I hope to come to you soon, but I am writing these instructions to you so that, if I am delayed, you may know how one ought to behave in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and bulwark of the truth. Without any doubt, the mystery of our religion is great. He was revealed in flesh, vindicated in spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among Gentiles, believed in throughout the world, taken up in glory. 
Proverbs 27 Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. Let another praise you, not your own mouth, a stranger and not your own lips. A stone is heavy, and sand is weighty, but a fool's provocation is heavier than both. Wrath is cruel, anger is overwhelming, but who is able to stand before jealousy? Better is open rebuke than hidden love. Well meant are the wounds a friend inflicts, but profuse are the kisses of an enemy. The sated appetite spurns honey, but to a ravenous appetite even the bitter is sweet. Like a bird that strays from a nest is one who strays from home. Perfume and incense make the heart glad, but the soul is torn by trouble. Do not forsake your friend or the friend of your parent. Do not go to the house of your kindred on the day of your calamity. Better is a neighbor who is nearby than kindred who are far away. Be wise, my child, and make my heart glad, so that I may answer whoever reproaches me. The clever see danger and hide, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Take the garment of one who has given surety for a stranger. Seize the pledge given as surety for foreigners. Whoever blesses a neighbor with a loud voice, rising early in the morning will be counted as cursing. A continual dripping on a rainy day and a contentious wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in the right hand. Iron sharpens iron, and one person sharpens the wits of another. Anyone who tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and anyone who takes care of a master will be honoured. Just as water reflects the face, so one human heart reflects another. Sheol and Abaddon are never satisfied, and human eyes are never satisfied. The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, so a person is tested by being praised. Crush a fool in a mortar with a pestle, along with crushed grain, but the folly will not be driven out. Know well the condition of your flocks, and give attention to your herds, for riches do not last for ever, nor a crown for all generations. When the grass is gone, and new growth appears, and the herbage of the mountains is gathered, the lambs will provide your clothing, and the goats the price of a field. There will be enough goat's milk for your food, for the food of your household, and for the nourishment of your servant girls. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about the bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And after music, we'll say our prayers for the day, and the time of the year.
Before we say our prayers, just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray with you, drop us a line through the usual channels and check the show notes for all the contact details. But let's pray, shall we? Father in heaven, you are our God. You rule and guide us. And our trust remains in you even when many needs pull at our hearts and try to draw us into their whirlpool. Protect us, we pray. May your divine hand govern us so that we may may remain aware of your calling, a calling that we receive from you, and always have a light shining into our lives to show us how to serve you. Let your power work wherever hearts respond to you on this earth, wherever the strength of Jesus Christ is revealed, so that people acknowledge his deeds to your honour. Be with the lowliest and least noticed of your children, Keep them in your hands and enable them to be fellow workers who persevere courageously and confidently until the time when you reveal yourself to all peoples on earth. Amen. Our prayer for the time of the year. You call us to service, to be your eyes and your ears, hands and voice in this your world, to open our eyes not only to the beauty and love which you create, but the injustice, hate and suffering that mankind generates. To open our ears not only to the chattering of this coming week, but the searching, fears and questioning of all who we shall meet. To open our hands not only to those we choose our lives to share, but in welcome, love and fellowship to all who you draw near. To open our mouths, not only to speak platitudes and simple words, but the truth you lay upon our hearts, your word for this, your world. You call us to service, to be your eyes and ears, hands and voice, in this, your world. Amen. And we say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All of the details for today's show can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. And if you want to partner with Walking the Way, please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. You don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn, YouTube and Radio.com. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. <laughs>